Welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast, New Year's Eve edition. We got Gabe, and we're missing one compadre. We're missing Adam. He's in Texas, but we're, we're going to phone him in soon, and it will be all good to go. But, Gabe, how are you feeling? How is break treating you? How is everything going? Dude, break's been pretty good. Uh, it's been really busy. You know, I have a big family, so we got a lot going on all the time. But overall, it's been pretty good, you know, been good times. How how is how do you feel about this end of decade? Dude, this decade has been I mean, granted, I've only been alive for two decades. <laughs> so but this decade has been a great one. Best decade of my life. Dude, it's you been know? it's been a wild <laughs> decade, man. It's like to imagine like everything that started like everything that's happened just this decade alone we've had we've had lebron go betray the country and go to the heat <laughs> and then he went back to the Cavs and won a championship with them now he's with yeah. the lakers he's been he's been all over the place i mean that and all of that has happened in just this decade we've seen the rise and fall of so many names baker mayfield yes. we've seen johnny menzel we've seen so many people rise and fall 100th nfl season happened to be this decade as well that dude, was really special. Dude, this whole decade has been just wild. Like, yeah, I know. And, dude, the 100 – did you see the forty? The end of the 49ers game uh, yeah. Yeah. Sunday? Yeah, dude. That was crazy. Dude, it was like, exactly like the Falcons game except he was half a yard short. That's yeah, just no, wild. That's, that's, dude, like I, I love seeing players like that, like just seeing like the defense able to like stuff, stuff you right at the line. The, that's – it's crazy, dude. It's All crazy. Right. So since Adam's not here, and you're probably the more soft-spoken one out of the three of us, I got a chilling with buddy segment. You ready? Yeah, I'm going to ask you a number of questions, and I just want first thing that comes to your head. First, Don't need an explanation. Just need right off the dome. All right? All right. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Five minutes on the clock. Favorite NBA team? The Bulls. Favorite NFL team? The Panthers. If you had to choose Super Bowl or NBA Final, which one would you choose? Um, oh, that's hard. I'm I'm gonna go with NBA Finals. Okay, favorite NBA, favorite any player of all time, NFL, NBA, anything. Oh, Michael Jordan. Favorite of this decade, Derrick Rose. Most underrated player in the NFL. Most underrated player in the NFL. Yes, right. It could be right now. It could be all time. Doesn't matter. Um, bring that back. Bring, I'll, I'll pass. Well, actually, no, no, no. Let me pass. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pass. Most underrated player of this decade. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, most underrated in the NBA right now. Most underrated in the NBA right now. Uh, I'm gonna go with <sighs> most underrated in the NBA right now. I'm going to go with Jimmy Butler. Okay. Favorite artist? Favorite artist, Jermaine Lamar Cole, baby. All right. Three songs that you're bumping to right now. Oh, three songs I'm bumping to right now. Okay. This is one that's always been on my list, Diamonds by Rihanna. Okay. Um, uh, oh, um, The Box by Roddy Rich was on his album a couple weeks ago that he released. And... Uh, Love Yours by J. Cole. Okay. Uh, if you – Tom Brady, who's the GOAT? Tom Brady or Drew Brees? <laughs> Drew Brees. Drew Brees, okay. Yeah. You got three minutes left. If you were to start a franchise right now in the NBA or NFL, would you start Lamar or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, okay. Um, dogs or cats? Dogs. Waffles or pancakes? Waffles. Dream occupation realistically. Dream occupation realistically. Probably what I'm doing right now, engineer, civil engineering. Okay. Dream occupation non-realistically. So it could be anything. A point guard in the NBA. Okay. Thanksgiving or Christmas? Christmas. One person that you wish could be alive or dead that you would want to hang out with? Um... 
rock. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one defining moment or one moment that you're proud of in your sports your sports career. I don't know if you have heard about my sports career. It's not the best. I'm going to go with um, the first game of my sophomore year. I got a interception, returned it for like 30 yards. One, not for a touchdown, but yeah. All right. Now this one's going to be the hardest one out of all of them. You have to pick one. Okay. D Rose or J Cole? Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna have to go with J Cole. Okay. Who do you like more, me or Adam? Dude, why? <laughs> you can't do that. No, I'm not gonna do that, dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, last question. Last question. Okay. If you were to start a franchise, what running back would you start out with? C Mac. Wide receiver. What I start out with? Yeah, who would you base your franchise around for a wide receiver position? Um, Michael Thomas. Okay. Well, well I, mm, no, I'll go Julio. Julio. Okay. What was your favorite subject in school? Math. I was just always good at it. What's your favorite part about being on this podcast? Um, just the laughs, like just hanging out with you and Adam. Yeah, we just do what we do on a regular basis, just on a microphone. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then the last question I have. Are you a big reader? I used to be. What's your favorite series? The Percy Jackson series. Oh, Percy Jackson's good. Yeah. What, if you were to be a fictional character, what fictional character would you be? Black Panther. Now, last question. And this is the final last question. If you were a turtle, what occupation would you have? <laughs> if I was a turtle, I would be, dude, I would be an Olympic track runner, like for Turtle Olympics. The Turtle Olympics. Do you I'll, think you could beat somebody? I could beat any. I'm, I would be the fastest turtle in the world. You would be the fastest the world. turtle in the world. Yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. Okay. So. I hope for the millions and millions of listeners that we have so far, I hope that you have got a glimpse into Buddy and Gabriel Philip Lemihoff Jr.'s personality. He, he, he has a little bit of soft-spokenness. We're trying to change that, but hopefully you get a little bit of a glimpse into his personality here. So, Gabe, we the NFL regular season is behind us. How do you feel? Dude, it was um, it was a – a lot that happened this year like I I mean I guess for the NFL's hunter season there were a lot of bad and that kind of overshadowed a lot of the good but I think uh there was a lot of good that ended like we had some records being broken and um overall it was just a good season yeah I mean I think overall there was definitely a lot of drama definitely a lot of backstage politics of Antonio Brown and the whole Browns and a whole lot of things (laughs) the Everything was kind of uh, everything was kind of up in the air for a long time, but it is behind us, and now we're looking towards the playoffs. So playoffs. we are about to do our NFL playoff predictions. But for this, we have to get our trusty sidekick, Adam. What tricycle leg? I don't know. <laughs> what is don't what know. is three? Uh, what what kind of triangle is it? That's three perfect. Oh, sides. equilateral. We're an equilateral triangle, so we got to get <laughs> one of the sides. So we are going to call in Adam, and he's going to give us his playoff predictions as well as we will give you yours, ours, uh, uh, yeah. whatever. Y'all probably already know Adam, oh, who yeah. Adam has, you know. <laughs> Adam, how how you doing, buddy? Man, we're doing good. good. We're good, doing man. good. Brother, man, we're doing good. So, yeah, man, we're, we're recording the podcast. So, for our millions and millions of followers, we're talking about the playoffs right now. Adam, who? what is your playoff prediction right now? Dang, I ain't going to ask me how I'm doing. You know, How's Texas? <laughs> How's Texas? I mean, everything's good, man. Everything's good. I've been in the house a lot. I had a lot of time to think and relax and sleep. And, um, is it hot in Texas? Watch- Actually, right now it's kind of a little nippy in the air, kind of cold. Um, nippy in the air, like seventy-five degrees. Which yeah. part? Which part of te- 
Which part of Texas are you in again? Um, I'm in Tyler, Texas. Oh, it's kind of okay. about an hour, 15, hour, 30 from Dallas. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, so who, who is your – we probably all, everybody and their mother's brother probably knows who he has me, as the Super Bowl champion, but let's hear let your whole playoff prediction. Well, I'm sorry. I just want to hear you guys first. What, is, what are you guys playoff predictions? Oh, you haven't got done yet or no? No, we haven't done it yet. I'll go with mine first. Um, in the NFC, yeah. I think for the first round, I'm going the Saints over the Vikings and the Seahawks over okay. the Eagles. Okay. Um, for the AFC, I'm going with, for the first round, the Bills over the Texans. I think the Bills will have a comeback game. Um, and I think that the Texans' offensive line won't hold up against the Bills' pass rush. Um, and I have the Patriots over the Titans. Um, I think that that's a controversial pick, especially with the Patriots not looking their best form. But I think the Patriots overall will beat the Titans. Um, and then for my second round, I'm going with the Saints beat the Packers and the 49ers beat the Seahawks, as well as I think the Ravens will beat the Bills and the Chiefs will beat the Seahawks. Or not the Seahawks, the Patriots. Um, and so in my NFC championship, I have the 49ers and Saints. In my AFC championship, I have the Chiefs and Ravens. I'm going with the Saints beating the 49ers. I'm, I know, don't, don't even start with me. But I think realistically <laughs> the Saints will have an edge. Um, I just don't see the Saints losing to the 49ers. And especially a young team in the NFC championship. Um, I'm going with the Ravens beating the Chiefs. And I personally think nobody has an answer to Lamar. So I'm going Ravens win it all over the Saints. Wow. So well, that's that is, so that's, that's mine. Is. Gabe, what do you I have? I like that. Uh, so for mine, I mean, I, I have pretty much the same thing, um, except in the first round, instead of the uh, Seahawks beating the Eagles, I have the Eagles coming. I have the Eagles coming out on top in that game. Just because I think the I, – I just see a lot of bad spots in the Seahawks right now. I don't think they have, you know, the pieces. And like you – we were talking about this earlier. They're also, they're also going to be in uh, Philadelphia, so that's going to give the Eagles an edge. True. And I have the Texans over the Bills just because I think – I think Deshaun Watson's going to have the best probably – a memorable game this game. I think it's going to be a really good game for Deshaun Watson. So who's your second round right now? Um, I have the Ravens beating the Texans and the Chiefs beating the Patriots. Okay, that's the AFC. What you got for the NFC? And then uh, San Francisco over the Eagles and the Saints over the Packers. Okay, so, so pretty much pretty much the same. Yeah, and then instead of the – I got the Saints beating the 49ers and then I got the Chiefs beating the Ravens just because – I think when it comes down to it, the Chiefs have the best offense in the NFL, and I, I just can't, I can't see the Ravens like beating them in a shootout. So I got the Chiefs winning that, and then I got the Saints winning it all in the Chief, like beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Okay, I like these. Uh, <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. So, Adam, got, what is your things. playoff prediction? Or do you, well, how, how much do you agree slash disagree with our predictions so far? Um, I do have the Saints representing the NFC. Um, I have it a little bit differently. I have Saints being the Vikings, the Seahawks being the Eagles, then the Packers. Uh, I got the Saints being the Packers and the Seahawks being the 49ers. I can see and, that, actually. Um. So it will be Saints, Seahawks at Superdome. We beat them in Seattle. I don't see them beating us uh, in New Orleans. So I think we go to the NFC. I think we go to the Super Bowl as the NFC representative. Have the Patriots uh, beating the Titans very narrowly, though. I don't see the Patriots. The Patriots don't look as good. The Titans are uh, one of the hottest teams right now. Um, so I see the I, I see the Titans giving the ball to Derrick Henry. Um, a lot, and I just think I think let Derrick Henry control the game. But ain't nobody want to tackle that man. That man's like <laughs> seven foot, eight hundred pounds, <laughs> just coming down, runs a four or five. Oh yeah, I definitely see that game. Like the ending of that game was like ten nine. Yeah, uh, something very very. Yeah. I don't see much happening there. 
Um, I have the Bills beating the Texans. I, I don't think the Texans offensive line can stop the Bills pass rush. Only Lamar's going to have a lot of time. He's going to have to get the ball out quick. I just don't see that. Um, and so I have the Bills beating the Texans. In the second round, I have the Bills stand hot. I have them beating the Ravens as well. Wow. They only lost to the Ravens. Hot take. They only lost to the Ravens by a score in the regular season. And um, I think Sean McDermott's, Sean McDermott's defense and Stav Lamar. Um, I think, you know, Josh Allen is not the greatest thrower, but I think he's a better thrower, uh, a, a better deep passer than Lamar is. True. And I, I just see, I, I see, I just see, um, the Bills pulling it out against the Ravens. Okay. Uh, I have the Chiefs, um, being the Patriots, very, very handily. Some more like, like a forty-two. Like 42-20 game, I don't see the Patriots doing much. Um, not because, not because the de- not because the Chiefs' defense is that good, but the Patriots the Patriots' offense just hasn't been clicking. Um, I do think this will be the last game Tom in the Patriots uniform. I think he's either gone or he's with another team next year. So, and then I have the Chiefs beating the Bills versus the Saints, and. I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a shootout, man. Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, and I got my boy Drew Brees, of course. Okay, so you got Chiefs, or you got Chiefs versus Bills in the uh, AFC Championship. Chiefs beat the Bills, and so it's Saints versus Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and you got the Saints, correct? I got the Saints, um, sixty-three nothing. Sixty-three, <laughs> nothing. Hey, Drew Brees plays like Joe Burrow in this last in this last college football game. No, yeah, that's uh, that's what it is. It's, I'm really excited. Um, I'm really disappointed that we don't have a first round bye, but uh, I think everything's gonna I think everything's gonna work out. Um, I think everything's gonna work out. I uh, believe in my Saints. You know, we do have a game at Superdome. I have to wear the Seahawks come to the Superdome again. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm, re- I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Um, so I'm not really, I know you guys are probably shocked as well, but, um, the Patriots not being in like the wild card, uh, the Patriots being in the wild card is crazy to me. You know, we've yeah. never seen them play. First time that this decade where they haven't had a one or two seed. Damn, yeah. that is, that's so, crazy. I'm going to definitely – I want to see what that is all about. I think the Patriots, with Tom Brady playing the way he's playing, if they can use a bye, this would be the year they could absolutely use a bye week. <laughs> and so they don't have it this year. So we're going to see how they play against the Titans. I'm still kind of up in the air with that um, game. So, Adam, so this is the end of decade episode. This is the last episode before the decade ends. So – what is your top two moments from your sports team? It could be football, could be baseball, could be basketball. What is your top two moments of the decade from your sports team? Well, um, well, have you guys already done ours or no? We or haven't done ours yet. But, well, <clears throat> well, of course, um, the Northern Saints win the Super Bowl against the almighty Indianapolis Colts and Peyton Manning. It's like, that just – that just is so great. Of course, I'm not from New Orleans, but that was great for the city of New Orleans and the city like the state of Louisiana after Katrina devastated them. Yeah. Um, you know, Drew Brees coming back from, you know, such a devastating injury and coming back with a really young head coach in Sean Payton. And, you know, it just everything just came together, everything just they were the underdogs going in that, and they came out and they won. The onside kick with the second half, I just think it's a great, a really, really great moment. It's a really great Super Bowl to rewatch. Um, I've watched it, rewatched it a couple times. When I'm bored, I, I go and watch the highlights of that Super Bowl. And so, this is a good Super Bowl, man. And Who does that? I think we're, I think we're going to get it. I think we're going to get another one pretty soon. But uh, that was pretty, pretty cool. Ten years later, get another Super Bowl. But we'll see. My second one is this. Um, Steph getting the, um, like, 
near half court three to beat the Oklahoma City, ah, Oklahoma City Thunder. That was a pretty good moment. That was. I think that was a great moment. Um, I think that was a great moment because just like I think that started Steph's popularity thing. It it, it put him in the you know I could be one of the greatest point guards of all time conversation. Yeah. And it just it was a great. It's a great play, great shot. Um, honorable mention, um, Villanova, their buzzer beater against North Carolina. I think that was a great moment simply because North Carolina just, like, they just got the, the double clutch shot at the end. And Villanova doesn't call a timeout. They just go and, like, pass to, pass to your boy and splash. So I think that was a really good play, too. Okay. And uh, those are my moments. Okay, Gabe. What is your two? What is your two moments of the decade for your sports team? It doesn't have to be just football or basketball. It can be a variety of things. Well, um, my first one. I'm gonna go with the the 2015 uh, Carolina Panthers season, mm-hmm. just cause um, the dab season. Yeah, I mean, this j- even though we didn't win the win the Super Bowl that year. It was still a really good thing for Charlotte because we're going through the Panthers being bad time. We're going through the Bobcats where they had like the worst record in NBA history or something like that. So just having that season, it was just good for the city of Charlotte overall. And I think that was a good moment. And then my second moment, um, I'm going to go with the Bulls in the 2011 season, Derrick Rose winning the MVP. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say when they beat the uh, when they beat the Hornets this past year, <laughs> while they were down eight points with like five seconds left or something oh, like that. That's a good one too. But yeah, I'm gonna say uh, Derrick Rose's MVP, just because um, the Bulls never like when you think of the Bulls, you think of like Michael Jordan in the 1990s. So just having like that season and having Derrick Rose have that season, it was good for Chicago, and it's. Uh, yeah, he pretty much put the Bulls back on the map. So, yeah, I'm a, those are the two I'm going to go with. Okay, okay. For mine, I'm going to go with one, the 2016 Chicago Cubs run. I'm a huge Cubs fan. Um, breaking, I think it was like a 108-year drought, 108, 109-year drought of without a World Series. And just the come-from-behind victory after dead gum uh, – Man, I can't remember his name right now. But he hits that two-run home run, and I thought it was we were out of it. But Ben Zobris, the clutch god, he comes through, and he comes through with the uh, an RBI game end up game ceiling single. Um, and then for the second one that I got, I I really enjoyed uh, Navarro Bowman his pick six at the very end of Candlestick Park, kind of the send off to Candlestick Park. Um, honorable mention for me was just because Adam's on the podcast, Vernon Davis's catch to put the 49ers above the saints in the NFC championship game in like 2014, maybe something like that. You know, you don't know, the, you don't, you don't know the year. It was, it was 2014, 2011. Okay. Still the decade, <laughs> still the decade. All right. But that, those are, those are our two moments. Tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us if you agree, disagree with our moments. But, Adam, we'll round you out. We're go- me, and, me and old Gabe, we will take over the ship and fight heartily for you until you come back next week. Come back bigger, better, faster, stronger. Bigger, better, faster, stronger. I mean, I'm already pretty big, pretty fast and strong. <laughs> okay, um, first of all, you are not fast. Hey, I'm not. Yeah, I'm big and strong. There ain't no much. There ain't no better than Adam July. Like I'm just, I'm the dope. Oh my gosh! All right, man. Well, yeah, we'll, t- we'll talk to you later. We're gonna finish out this episode, and we'll, we'll have you on next week. Well, we'll have you on. You'll be back on next week. Yeah, you'll have me on. Whatever. Bye. You, bye. <laughs> All right. All right. So, this is the end of decade team. So, Gabe, I have to ask you, who is your NFL end-of-decade team? And there's a lot of controversy going around it, but who is your NFL all-decade, end-of-decade team? So, like, uh, the team or we're doing players? So, yeah. So, what 
Yes, that that's a good point. It is uh, players. We're doing. Oh, okay. Uh, we're gonna do one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and one defensive player. It could be a defensive lineman. It could be a linebacker. It doesn't matter. So, who is your quarterback to start us out? All right. So I'm a my the quarterback I'm gonna go with is uh, Drew Brees. So this decade alone, he's nine time Pro Bowl. So that means he missed the Pro Bowl. Well, actually. 10-time Pro Bowl because the Pro Bowl hadn't even had – well, actually, no, never mind. 9-time Pro Bowl, yeah, because they've already chosen him. But, um, yeah, he's a two-time All-Pro, one-time All-Offensive Player of the Year. He's led the league in yards four times this decade. He's led the league in touchdowns twice this decade and completions four times. And also, this year he became the leader – in no, was it last – yeah, last year he became the leader in all-time pass yards – and this year he became the leader in all-time touchdowns. So that's just the end – or that's just a cherry on top for the type of decade that Drew Brees has had this decade. Okay, okay. So for mine, I'm going with the, the kryptonite of Drew Brees, so to speak. I'm going with Tom Brady, um, the GOAT. For me, this is the, the time in which he's just – this decade, he's really has defied Father Time. Um, he was better in his old age than he was in during the 2000s era. He's had 304 touchdowns this decade alone compared to his 197 that he had last decade. Um, he's won two MVPs, three Super Bowls, two Super Bowls MVPs, um, and he, I mean. This is the year, This is the time in which he cemented his legacy as the greatest of all time. Yeah. So I'm going with Tom Brady. Who is your running back? Um, I'm gonna go with Adrian Peterson. Good uh, pick. Good pick. I think Adrian Peter Adrian Peterson had one of the greatest uh, running back seasons of all time in 2012 when he won the MVP. He has this decade. He had the most rushing yards in a game with 296 of all time, and then he also. Um, he he also had a second all-time rushing yards in a season behind Eric Dickerson this decade as well. Um, Nine yards short, dude. Yeah. Dude, one first down short from being the all-time season rushing leader. That's just wild. And I, I just think uh, this decade, um, in his prime, there was no running back that was more, you know, dynamic than uh, Adrian Peterson was. For sure, for yeah. sure. The, this decade was a like an up and down season or like decade for AP. Like he was one of the most dominant, but he also had that child abuse scandal. Yeah. And then he had a falling out with the Vikings. But like honestly, like you said, in his prime, nobody could touch him. He was the best of all time. Yeah. The only person that could touch him is my pick. I'm going with Shady LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. Um, I, I think that this man like – he was a two-time All-Pro in 2011 and 2013. In this decade alone, he's had 10,000 rushing yards, 13,000 yards from scrimmage. Um, he's had six 1,000-yard seasons. Like, he has been dominant from 2011, 2010 to – he hasn't been that dominant in recent years, but you, you look at 2017, 2016, he was top five – running back still um and so his longevity as a running back has been bar none so who is your second running back Gabe uh, I'm gonna go with a guy who a lot of people don't really or he's kind of fallen under the radar when you talk about uh some of the best running backs of really this century really uh Jamal Charles um the Chiefs legend yeah um Jamal Charles he his career average Per carry is 5.4 carries per yard or 5.4 yards per carry, which is <laughs> 5.4 carries per yard. That is abysmal. Yeah. Um, this decade, he was a four time pro bowler. He's a three time all pro. Uh, he led the league in rush yards uh, one time. And uh, also this decade, he had 165 rush yards in one quarter, which is insane. Dude, that's wild. Yeah. But, uh, Jamal Charles is definitely an overlooked running back for this decade, and I think he deserves to be up there before – well, until injuries, like, derailed his career. Yeah. I'm going with – kind of going off your Jamal Charles, somebody who was dominant in the first part of the decade but really fell off in the later part. I'm going with Chris Johnson, one of the fastest guys yeah. to ever play the game. Um he came into the decade on top. 2009 was his 2,000-yard season. Mm -hmm. um, he had four straight years in which he was 
he had 1,000 yards. Um, 2010 to 2014, he was one of the perennial running backs of his time, top three running backs of the – of that span. Yeah. Um, and so he fell off in later years, but you can't distinguish, you can't kind of downgrade the influence that he had on the game because he was so fast yeah. that he opened the door for people like John Brown and John Ross and a lot of these other fast guys into the league and kind of mm. gave the new meaning of like outside sweeps and yeah. stuff like that. Because if he got to the, if he got to the sideline and he had open space, it's, nobody was catching him. Yeah. So we're going to go to wide receiver. Now I'm going to I'll start us out this time. Right. I'm going with Julio Jones. Um, since he came into the league this decade, he has the most receiving yards of the decade, yeah. more than anybody else in in the league. Um, he's led the league in receiving yards twice. He's a two-time All-Pro, and he honestly, since he came into the league, has been talked about as one of the greatest, like top two, top three wide receivers at his position, no matter what year it was. I mean, you look at four years ago, five years ago, A, B, Julio, you always had this, even right now, and Julio didn't quite have the same, I mean, he still had a great season, but we're still talking about Julio as one of the greatest wide receivers. And honestly, Julio can turn into one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Yeah. So who is your wide receiver one? I'm going to go with um, Calvin Johnson. I think Calvin Johnson had GOAT potential, like, or GOAT wide receiver potential. Because he was, like, he was just unstoppable. Like, it was to the point where, like, you knew Matthew Stafford was going to throw it to him, and you still just couldn't do anything about it. Uh, this decade, he was a six-time Pro Bowler and the four-time All-Pro. And then in 2012, he – or the record still holds today most uh, receiving yards in a season. And so I think that's just insanely good. Um, he was dominant. Nobody yeah. could stop. Yeah, he was dominant. And then, um, sadly, I, he had to retire. His fingers were horrible. Dude, yeah, that, that picture still haunts <laughs> me of his fingers. Just like three of them are sideways. And it's like, oh, Calvin. But, yeah, Calvin Johnson, though – he honestly was kind of like Barry Sanders of like very great, but never was on a good Lions team. So often mm. gets forgot about. Yeah. Um, but he was like Barry Sanders was one of the most dominant people of his time. Yeah. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that he's as good as Barry Sanders, but he definitely was unstoppable. Like you said, he was yeah. literally like six, five, six, six. Like yeah. you would just, Matthew Stafford would just throw him the ball and <laughs> he would go up and get it. But that, that's a good one. Um, I, for my second person, I'm going with a person who in 2019 has got his reputation tarnished a lot because of off like off the cuff stuff, but Mm -hmm. I got to go with, I'm going with Antonio Brown Um, just because I think Antonio Brown is like, he led the decade in most receiving of anybody in the decade. He's a two time leader in receiving yards, four time, all pro seven time pro bowler. I mean, other than this year, we were talking about, he could become Jerry Rice like, yeah. Of he could be one of the most dominant wide receivers. So it's definitely he definitely has his case still, but his case is a little bit tarnished because of the twenty nineteen Raiders and Patriots and all that off season yeah. stuff. Saints were talking about picking him up. Yeah, I don't think that would work. <laughs> but um for the Saints receiver, I'm a for my last receiver, I'm going with Michael Thomas. He he's really only been in this decade for like three year, four, three or four years. But I think he's, since he's came into the league, he's just taken the league by storm from a wide receiver standpoint. Like he's getting receptions like crazy. He's has the most receptions throughout his first four years for like any receiver all time. Yeah. And uh, he broke the, this year he broke the, um, the record for receptions record. Yeah. So I just think he's, He's going to have a great career, and he's one of the best receivers of this decade already. Yeah. If if you had like a 2012 to 2020, 
team, he would definitely should be your number one. Um, the only reason I didn't add him on my list is because he's only come around the past like three, four years. Yeah. But I definitely think that he is going to be a great player in the future. He could mm-hmm. be get that GOAT potential. Um, but like you said with Calvin Johnson, you never really know. So, yeah. Tight end, who you got? Me and you have the exact same tight end because there was only one great <laughs> tight end of this decade. Who you got? Rob Gronkowski. Gronk, the party animal. Man, and, like, honestly, <laughs> enough said. Just because, yeah, like, like, Rob Gronkowski was so dominant. Like, he changed the game of usually you would put a safety on him and the safety could – guard a regular tight end pretty well, or you do a linebacker and the linebacker keep keep up with the tight end pretty well. But, like, he was big enough to drag safeties and he was fast enough to outrun linebackers. So you had to, like, double-team him all the time. And I know that that led to his downfall because people were just hitting him in the knees and they weren't trying to tackle him like regular people would because he was so dominant. But Rob Gronkowski, most dominant tight end of all time in my book, but definitely the most dominant and probably the greatest of this decade. Only thing about him is he did get derailed by injuries. So he only had like three or four great years, but they they were just insanely good years. Yes. Yes. It was just like, and it was just one of those things where Tom Brady, like even when, Rob Gronkowski didn't get the ball thrown to him. It opened the door for people like Julian Edelman, uh, Wes Welker, Danny Amendola, all these guys to get the ball because they had a safety and a linebacker. And, hell, sometimes even a a (laughs) defensive lineman on Rob Gronkowski. So, (laughs) you definitely had to pay attention to Rob Gronkowski whenever he was on the field. So, the last question I have for you, Gabe, is who is your defensive player of the decade? Um, I'm a, I'm a stay at home and go with Luke Keekley. Good pick. Good pick. Um, Luke Keekley, I think has been the best linebacker this decade. Um, he's a seven time pro bowler, seven time all pro. Uh, he won defensive player of the year, his second year. And then he was the defensive rookie of the year and his rookie season. He also led the league in tackles, which is pretty good. And, uh, he's never this decade. He's never had a season. Well, he, he's only played in this decade, but he never had a season below a hundred tackles. And even that one year where he only played like 11 games or something like that, he still had over 100 tackles. Yeah. So I think his I, th- I think his career is going to probably be cut a little short. But I, this decade. Yeah, he's had a lot of concussions. Yeah. But I think this decade overall, like from, yeah, overall, he's been at least top three defensive player of the decade. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean – you look at the productivity and the defensive IQ of Luke Keekley. Like, Luke Keekley knows where the play's going before the play's even started. Yeah. So, I definitely can't argue with that. I'm going with one guy who I think also has a really good defensive IQ, and I'm going with J.J. Watt, mm. um, three-time defensive player of the year this decade. He's the first in QB hits, first in tackles for the loss, second in sacks for this decade. Like, he's just been dominant. Um, and that number, like, should be a lot higher because of the last two, three years, he's he's been okay. He's, I mean, he's better than the average Joe, but his his he's been derailed by injuries, like, all the time. And it's kind of like a Rob Gronkowski, where Rob Gronkowski was dominant, J.J. Watt was dominant, but he's been derailed by injuries. So you can't really say that he's been super great, but he's been good enough to make my all-decade team. Mm-hmm. And not not that this means much. Um, I, I still play Madden 17, and I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm a quarterback for the Texans. And, dude, listen, so J.J. Watt missed six games that year, but in my season he had 23 sacks, which is like the all-time record. So if JJ Watt had played sixteen games, so in- <laughs> so you're saying in Madden he's so dominant that he in Madden he would have got sixty something sacks. Dude, he like it was insane. Like I was kind of glad he got hurt because like I I like when it's realistic, and I was like, dude, this is just. Dude, 23 sacks in six games is wild. Hey, that's some Madden 19 stuff. Dude, Madden 19 pissed me off so much because the defensive end literally can't be stopped. (laughs) Like, 
They literally I, I remember one time I was playing on Madden nineteen and no, it was, was it Madden twenty? I don't know. But Khalil Mack had nine tackles <laughs> and nine sacks in one game. And I'm like, bro, I need to like I don't even know what's going on now. But Yeah. So let's talk about since we're on this all decade team, we're gonna do an all decade NBA draft. So we're the, and this is going to be an actual draft form, and you're going to vote for who has the better starting five for the all-decade team. So I we flipped a coin, and I got the first pick. So I am going with the man, the myth, the legend, LeBron James. I'm going with LeBron just because he like you look as we talked about earlier started like his time with the Heat, one of the most dominant teams of all time and he was the anchor to that um he's had two mvps three championships this decade um he's really cemented his legacy kind of like tom brady as one of the greatest of all time if not the greatest of all time by some people's measure so he's just a outstanding person um he's 10 time all-star 10 time all pro this decade you can't beat it who is your next two picks, Gabe? Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Kevin Durant for my first one. I think literally the only reason Kevin Durant was never considered the best player in the NBA is because LeBron. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go Kevin Durant because he's easily, I think, the second best player of this decade just because we've never seen anything like him before. Seven-foot player who can just get anywhere he wants to. Yeah. And then um, next I'm going to go with – his teammate that was for a little bit, uh, Steph Curry. Ah, I was so <laughs> hoping that you weren't going to pick him. Yeah, um, just because uh, Steph changed the game of basketball this decade. When you, like, go to the gym, like, everybody wants to shoot threes now because Steph changed it. And, like, that game Adam mentioned earlier where Steph shot it from, like, half court to beat the Thunder, you know, that that shot right there – changed basketball forever for sure so yeah Steph is my second best uh second player okay so mine for mine I'm gonna go with Russell Westbrook um one time MVP Mr. Triple Double he's had eight yep. all-star appearances eight time all-pro I mean he other than Steph has probably been the most dominant point guard this decade um and really some people say is probably the biggest best all-around player in that he can assist and rebound and score yeah um and he's not I wouldn't say that he's the best at any of those things but it's kind of a jack-of-all-trades master of none thing yeah. where Russell Westbrook dude like it's like his second or third year where he like averaged a triple double like that's just wild and yeah. that had never been done before until Russell Westbrook did it, and he did it like two or three times. Yeah. And so we've just become desensitized to it. But that's my that's my point guard. So I have a small forward and I have a point guard. I'm going with James Harden as my second pick. Um, James Harden, the beard, man, one of the best, one of the most perennial shooters and scorers of this, not only of this generation, but of all time. Yeah. Um, He's changed the game the same way in which Steph has changed the game with the three-point shot. James Harden has changed the, bay with that, the game with that step back. Now, yeah. as controversial it is, as it is, he <laughs> still is a seven-time All-Star, six-time All-Pro. And really the only reason why he wouldn't be a second or first-round pick of All-Decade team is because he didn't really grow to stardom until like 2014. Mm -hmm. um, and so if he would have started – when he was on the Thunder and not becoming sixth man of the year, yeah. he would have been he would have been one of the best. But who's your who's your next two? So what who's your team so far? You got a small forward. And Are you using KD as a small forward or power forward? Uh, I'll use KD as a small forward. Okay, and you got a, definitely a point guard. So yeah. who's your next two picks? Uh, for I'm gonna go with the shooting guard this time. I'll go with uh Dwayne Wade. Good pick. Um, I think Dwayne Wade, he. Dwayne Wade's kind of being over been overshadowed this decade just because a lot of I think in my in my opinion I think he's the third best shooting guard of all time but he gets overshadowed by like Kobe Michael and Jordan. Michael yeah so and uh Dwayne Wade has is underrated in LeBron's two rings with the Miami Heat as well 
because Dwayne Wade had, I think, just as much to do with those rings as LeBron did. True. So I think uh, he's definitely up there, second best uh, shooting guard of the decade. And then for, I'm going to go with the power forward. I'm going with Giannis. Adam's not going to like that. Wow. Giannis, he he didn't start shining till like the later. It was like 2016, 2017, yeah. something like that. But I think what he's done so far, like he's just, I think he's the most dominant player in the NBA right now. Like at least when you driving to the paint in that regard, because, um, yeah, just he has a MVP under his belt. He's been the all pro, all, all NBA. And I think what he's done in the later part of the decades has been really, you know, sensational. For so, yeah, sure, I'm, for sure. <laughs> Adam will have a lot to say about that when he gets back. But yeah. for my last two picks, I'm going with the Twin Towers. I'm going with AD and DeMarcus Cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going with AD just because he was a freak. of The same way in which Giannis is a freak, AD is a freak. Like, never in the history of the game have we seen a person which can do be like – play defense and score and shoot a three-pointer and play mid-range game and do all this at yeah. the same time as a big man. And he's like seven foot one, seven foot two. So he's incredible. Six-time All-Star, three-time All-Pro. I think he was like one or two-time Defensive Player of the Year. Um, and then DeMarcus Cousins, his stats don't show how dominant he was. Yeah. Of DeMarcus Cousins at the point in which like – Anthony Davis was at its at his height and uh DeMarcus Cousins like Anthony Davis could only be stopped by DeMarcus Cousins yeah. and DeMarcus Cousins could only be stopped by Anthony Davis. <laughs> so DeMarcus Cousins to me Boogie, I love Boogie. Boogie was one of my like irrational love like I don't know why I like this man but I just like this man. <laughs> um he was one of the greatest and he was somebody who was very passionate which some people hate because he got him in trouble a lot. Mm-hmm. But I see it as, like, he cares about the game. Yeah. Um, and so that's my last two. So my my team is DeMarcus Cousins, A.D., LeBron, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. Who is your last pick? Um, I'm going to go with Dwight Howard. Um, Dwight Howard's prime was really at the end of the 2000s. But the early part of the 2010s, he was still a really dominant center. I think he had one one Defensive Player of the Year award in 2011. And also he was second behind D. Rose and MVP voting in 2011 as well, which, you know, he probably maybe could have won. But, you know, Derrick Rose had that year. But I think the early part of Dwight Howard's uh, 2010s, he was still averaging like a double double in like 13 rebounds or something like that. So I think he was he was still the best center in the NBA and he the way the NBA is now like a lot of these centers are shooting threes. Dwight Howard's never been a three-point shooter. Yeah. So his value kind of went down. But I think the early part of the 2010s he was still dominant, the most dominant center in the NBA. So I'm going to go with uh Dwight Howard. For sure, for sure. Now Let's let's kind of well. Do you have do you have something that you wanted to talk about before? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Let's. I'm a I'm a quiz you, dude. I'm, a, I'm not I'm good. A, I know where you're going with this, and I'm not gonna win, dude. So let's see how well you know. Since this is, we're gonna go all the way back to the first year of this decade. So all the way back, it's gonna be hard for you, and I like it. I like making things hard. What? Well, Never mind. (laughs) All right, let's go. So (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious. No, so the year two, we're gonna go all the way back to two thousand nine. This is gonna be NFL, NBA, and MLB. I just have some award questions to ask for you. See how well you remember who won these awards. Ten years ago, the end of the decade, last decade. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with the NFL. So. Do you remember who won NFL MVP in 2009? I'm going with Peyton Manning. Final answer. Ding, 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 ding. Is that is that right or wrong? Yeah, you got that right. Okay, okay. So now we'll go with off. What were you? No. Okay, we'll go with offensive player of the year in the 2009. 
I'm going with Chris Johnson. Because I because I remember yeah. Chris Johnson when I had the two thousand yeah. yard season. Okay, okay, okay two uh, for two. So let's see if you can go three for three. So last one, the Super Bowl MVP. That was two thousand nine because Adam just talked about it. Ah. Was the Saints year? <laughs> so I'm going, but I can't remember. I'm going Drew Brees because I don't remember if Drew Brees won the. The MVP, but I'm going Drew Brees. Yes, Drew Brees. Okay. All right, you went three, three for, for three. three for NFL. All right, so we're going to move on to the NBA. So 2009, do you know who won the NBA MVP award? I think that this is before LeBron had his, like, MVP stretch. So I'm going with – hmm, I actually don't know this for sure. So I'm going with Dwayne Wade, final answer. Wrong. Is it Kobe? Nah. Who is it? It's LeBron. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> ah, I yeah, thought he LeBron. didn't start his like his MVP campaigns like where he got like three back to back to back till like yeah. 2011 or something. Yeah, I like think that. Kobe was the year before. But um, did Dwayne yeah. Wade ever get an MVP? Uh, nah, he never got an MVP. Dang. Yeah. So uh, what about the Rookie of the Year? Twenty <sighs> NBA is not my thing. Uh, <laughs> 2009 Rookie of the Year, Blake Griffin? No, that's close, though. But no, it's not. Blake Griffin wasn't. No, Blake Griffin was the year after. But, yeah. Who is it? It's D-Rose. Okay, would have never guessed that one. Yeah. Would have never guessed that one. 2000, like, for football, it seems like like the the New Orleans Saints and all that stuff happening. Like, that seems just – yesterday but the nba seems like yeah. 30 years ago okay so uh last one let's see if you can get this one nba champs final answer boston celtics Ooh, that's close but it's the team that the boston celtics lost to the second probably the second most prolific franchise in nba history lakers yeah this was this was one <laughs> part of the Lakers three P. Ah, uh, I'm right. so bad at this so, game. I went from three for three to three <laughs> for six. Let's see if you can get back five hundred. Well, you are at five hundred. So we're gonna go to your territory. I the I, MLB okay. baby. You probably know all of this. No, be like I a don't. Skip in the park for you. No, I don't. So the MLB MVP. There's two two MVPs. Right? Oh, yes, there is. So, in 09, the MVPs. I'm going with – are they both position players? Do you know if they're position players or not? Oh, no, I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm going with Clayton Kershaw, and I'm going with – who is another dominant player? I have absolutely no idea. I'm going with David Ortiz, but I know that that's not right. Nah, they're, they are Joe Moore. I think that's how you say his last name. Let me see. And him. Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols and, and Joe. and Oh, Joe Maurer and yeah, Albert Joe Pujols. Maurer. Okay. Albert Pujols, I should have got. Joe Maurer would have been dead if I would have got that. All right. What about the rookie of the year? Rookie of the years for baseball is hard because a lot of the rookie of the years you they, never hear about again. Yeah. Um, so I'm going with for the rookie of the year. That seems about the time of like 2009. I don't even know who was drafted in 2009. Um, um, I'm going with Joe Maurer. Because I think that that was near the beginning of his career as well. No, no, I take that back. I take that back. That's not even true. It's not even close to being true. Um, Clayton Kershaw, final answer. Nah. Who is it? Chris Coglin. Yeah. Has anybody heard of Chris Coglin since he won the Rookie of the Year? Bull crap. Okay. Last right. one. There, I have. I actually have two more. Oh my so, gosh. Uh, I'm gonna literally. So, the World Series champs. It's the one right before the Giants. <coughs> because the Giants won in 2010. 
Is it? Is it the Yankees? Yeah, Yankees. Okay. All right, and okay. one more. The MVP for the World Series. They do that World Series, right? Yeah. Series. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going for the World Series MVP. It's probably. Derek Jeter. No, 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 no. I'll give you a clue. His his name is like kinda kinda weird. CC Sabathia. No. Who is it? Hideki Matsui. <laughs> Hideki Matsui has not been in the league for like <laughs> seven years. I don't think he's done anything since that two thousand nine <laughs> World Series. Dang it. Okay. Okay. That was a good that was good. I completely bombed it, but I thought I did well for the NFL part, just not everything else. Yeah, it's 2009. It's hard years, long time So, ago. since this is the end of the decade, who is your artist of the decade? Kind of going off the kind of going off of the sports topic, who is your artist of the decade? Dude, so I I mentioned her earlier. I'm going with Ladia might think I'm going to say J Cole, but J Cole didn't really become J Cole was like in the middle, but I'm going to go with Rihanna. Rihanna, good pick. I think in the early part of this decade, I feel like the only female artist that was like on Rihanna's level or that Rihanna was close to was Beyonce. And like, I think like Rihanna, like she, I don't think she released a bad song or a song that didn't like make the charts. Like she just had an insane, insanely good albums. She has one of my favorite songs of all time, Diamonds. Uh, I think she's won uh, nine Grammys. So I think, yeah. And people, it's not like she's irrelevant either. Like, she's still being talked about. She's still uh, talking for some of these award shows as well. And I think she's supposed to be releasing an album in 2020. So I'm definitely waiting for that. definitely going to check it out. Yeah. So I'm going with, for my artist of the decade, I have to go with the man or technically was a boy who <laughs> we've literally seen the like the transformation and the glow up of all in this decade and I'm going with Justin Bieber as his his song baby 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 oh that wasn't <laughs> released until 2010 so we've literally seen Justin Bieber go from a child who people thought were, was a girl's voice to like Justin Bieber, like pop punk type Justin Bieber to now we see Christian Justin Bieber leading <laughs> prayers at the KSI <laughs> Logan Paul boxing match. I mean, literally you've seen Justin Bieber go from like 12, 13 years old to 23, 24 and become one of the, from an unknown name to the biggest household name in the world honestly for for me at least during this decade okay yeah justin bieber like yeah i mean just not even like from music standpoint but like everybody i don't think the the hairstyle also changed the game yeah a lot of people got the hairstyle that justin bieber had yeah and like even even if like there's a lot of people that do like him there's a lot of people that probably don't like him as well but like he's just overall like one of the most popular artists of the decade overall so yeah 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 probably the most popular so so this doesn't have to be a me and you like take turn well it could be just call it out but what are some trends or some pop culture like phenomenons that you remember from this decade? Because we've had a lot of stuff that went on in this decade. What are some stuff, in, and I'm going to help you out too, of just like that pops into your head about some pop culture trends? You remember Vine? Yeah, dude. Vine, Vine was big. Uh, Gangnam Style. Gangnam, Gangnam Style, Style was big. Dude, uh, the dab was big. Dab, the, the Carolinas, that was huge. Yeah. Old white ladies doing the dab is always one of my favorite things. Um, Dude, I... Fidget spinners. Fidget oh, yeah, spinners fidget were spinners. huge. Uh, something that's dominating right now, TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok's big. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Ooh. Actually, not. I you th- remember the mannequin challenge? Yeah. Mannequin challenge was a good one. Uh, oh, dude. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like. 
it's where everybody was like doing just like regular stuff and then the the song hits oh, and like they're um, just they're like literally doing crazy stuff. Harlem Shake. Harlem Shake. Yeah. Dude, I remember Eastback had a Harlem Shake and it was the funniest thing cuz there was this one guy named Andy. We called him Toy Story and he was literally like <laughs> Called him Toy Story. Yeah, we called him Toy Story. And like no <laughs> he was kind of like a nerdy kid. And so he was in that Harlem Shake video and like he was just like sitting in the back. And then at the very end, he's like with his shirt off, like twirling <laughs> it around. And I'm like, bro, Andy, what are you doing? Okay. That was dude, Harlem Shake, one of the funniest yeah. ones. What are some other ones? Um these are hard. What a, well, I think the Justin Bieber haircut was a trend. Yeah, for sure. They had the that Duke starting five haircut. That wasn't really anything, but you know, I I saw that a lot. What is the Duke starting five? Haircut? It's it's pretty much my hair right now. Like that's that's pretty much what it was. Can you describe it to the listeners who don't it's, know what your hair looks like? <laughs> it's like pretty much like just the hair cut on the sides and the back, and then like curly at the top. It's like an afro. Cool. Yeah, what what year were silly bands? That was er, that was Ooh, before. That was, I, I don't uh, think that was this. That decade. was at the very end of the two thousands, but it might be in the two thousand. No, I think that was in the two thousand tens. I think so. that was an all it, decade thing. It may have been. I don't remember because I remember wearing them in elementary school, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like some tragic all decade things. Is like. This decade, we've had a lot of mass shootings. Yeah, like, I know. There really, other than Columbine, there really wasn't that many like mass shootings or like tragic accidents that happened during this decade. But like, or before this decade, but this decade, yeah. you had like Sandy Hook and the Vegas shooting, yeah. and you had like all, and you had so much like tension between races. And it was just, it was there, just bad. There and like during. The later part of this decade, there were a lot of school shootings. Like oh, a for lot. sure. Um, another tragic thing we lost. Oh no, that was in '08. Never mind. I was what? about to say Michael Jackson. But. Dude, I remember seeing. I remember being in my dad's room, like when Michael Jackson died, and I remember turning it on to E News and like seeing like Michael Jackson pronounced dead. And I remember running into my living room and being like yo, Michael Jackson's dead. And they're like, no, he's not. And I'm like, turn to D news. They saying he's dead. And yeah. he was indeed dead. But dude, it's wild. This, this decade's been a wild one, honestly. Yeah. I can't really think of any other like trends or anything, anything like that. DM us know. some trends that we forgot. Cause we definitely forgot some, but do oh. you have any words of wisdom? Words of wisdom for our listeners as we close out this end of decade, end of 2019 podcast. Before we close, uh, shout out to, um, to... No, we're making a video on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to make a video <laughs> okay. on it. All right. <laughs> stay <Maybe>. tuned. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned on who won the 2000, 2000, the $50 for the giveaway. So we will be posting that literally right after we do this. So... Listen to that. Great time. Feeling generous. We always got to give back, you know? Yeah. Yep. Always got to know the, where the the fans come from. Yeah. If it weren't for y'all, we would not be where we are. Yeah. <laughs> Recording in a church room. <laughs> so do you have any do you have any words of wisdom to our to our fans? To our millions and millions of fans? Um Man, I, I had some. They slipped my mind, you know. Man, my my words of wisdom is don't be afraid to eat alone. I, I've i actually, like, as an adult, like, when you're in middle school and high school and, like, even in college, you feel like if you're eating alone, you're, like, you're an outcast or, like, you're you're stupid or something like that. Like, eating alone is not a bad thing. No matter how hard we like portray it, sometimes you got to eat alone to like really get your thoughts together and like enjoy yourself. Don't be afraid to be alone sometimes. Now, exactly. if you're locked in your room for three days and haven't seen a soul, you probably need to call somebody. <laughs> but don't be afraid to eat alone. Don't be afraid to be alone. Go to the movies. Go to go out to eat by yourself. 
It's not the end of the world. Yeah. You're not a loser. You know, treat treat yourself. You know, go buy yourself some shoes. Go buy yourself some food. Just anything, you know. And you always treat. and for our listeners and listeners, this is the one this is the one saying that I live by. This is the one saying that I get by to all my friends and my students. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that's by, but it came I to think me. That, yeah, I, yeah, I forget who that is. But I, I heard that one time, and I just have fell in love with it ever since. You got anything before we round it out? 2019, whoop, whoop. I'm going to give the pickup line, the last pickup line go. of Let's the decade. Let's go. All right, this may be a little corny, but, you know, we're just going to roll with it. Just roll with me, all right? So, say you see, you know, the most beautiful girl of the decade walking towards you. Of the decade? Yes. Rihanna. Yes, yes. (laughs) So, if I saw Rihanna walking towards me, I would stop her and say, first off, this is what I would say. I would say, what's up? What's your name? And she would be like, Rihanna. And I'd be like, is Rihanna her real name? I think her real name is like Robin. Rihanna's her middle name, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and then she's going to say Rihanna. And then I'm going to say, well, hey, Rihanna, um, are you a box of goldfish? And then she'll say, no, why? And then I'll say, because you're the snack that smiles back. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I don't know what I was expecting from that, but that was not it. <laughs> Gabe, I think that's the best one you've had yet. All right, guys. It's been a great 2019. You've seen the rise of the I Can't Deal With This podcast. Thanks for listening to us. And 2020 is going to be our year. Let's keep on going. And go Niners. F the Saints. Bye. <laughs>